something, isn't it? One tiny piece of metal destroys everything. It ripped her insides out. Took her light away from me, from the world. Now the one person who should be here is gone. A waste like you gets to live. Everybody, welcome. It's Revisiting Sunnydale, episode 124. I am Camila. I'm Marcella. And we have a new president. We got a new president. It's <sighs> like that scene in Annie. We got Annie. Right, yeah. Or like, we got Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been like the whiz, brand new day. Like when, when, the, when Eveline gets killed yeah. and all of her workers start to peel off their... <laughs> ugly outsides and <laughs> i love that part too that's yes. what i that's what i heard on uh, election day when it was starting to go the way i wanted it to uh, it was like brand new day <laughs> just dance around the house <laughs> yeah now mind then you January 6th happened and i was like what the fuck <laughs> y'all have lost your mind right i'm just like, so glad that it's all over with and done finally just yeah. like god Dude, uh, can I please just get a vaccine and go back to my life? Please? <laughs> so, yeah, I've been seeing a bunch of stuff in the news about um, like the vaccines and stuff rolling out and how I guess they just Joe just signed an order to like order billions more vaccines, yeah, 200 million more vaccines, hoping that we all get vaccinated by summer. Mm. And like, I don't know what's going on, because I remember like. Maybe it's my age, but I remember when we were little and we had to get like a TB test or something. Yeah. We all had to go to school. Yeah. And get it. Like there was no talk. Right. Everybody lined up in school and you had to get the shot. Why can't we just do that? Right. It was. And I, and I still remember like that. I had some jobs. Like if I was working with children, I'd still had to do that. Like I do had to do mm-hmm. it again. The TB shot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Or like when my mom was young and they had like, what was it? Smallpox or whatever it was back right. then they all had to get just do it yeah i don't know why it, i don't know maybe just because it's still so new that they just you're, we're we're charting it out fast as we can we're working as hard as which we makes can. no sense it's like um do better <laughs> it's getting i'm not gonna lie y'all it's getting difficult to keep going day by day just to get up in the morning and and go about my day it's it's difficult <laughs> it's i can't believe 2020 is over like i know i feel like it barely started and it's and yet we're coming up to a year when all this shit really started mm-hmm. and i feel like it's the same day it has been one long day <laughs> one long continuously drawn out mostly sometimes depressing stressful monotonous day so anyway if y'all could do us a favor and go to the facebook page revisiting sunnydale and give that a like you can follow us on twitter at back to sunnydale or on ig instagram at rvs underscore podcast and you can also just visit the website revisiting sunnydale.com and rate and follow and review us and just like subscribe to the show on apple Podcasts, libsyn iHeartRadio, amazon music google Podcasts, and player fm and a bunch of other places that they just it I keep getting emails like, Hey, guess what? Revisiting Sunnydale is available on this platform. So 
<laughs> Most of the places you can get your podcasts, you can find this podcast. Today, we get into Season 6, Episode 21, Two to Go. Original air date, May 21st, 2002. Directed by Bill L. Norton. Is this a newbie? I don't think of. I think so. This is not a name we've heard before. No. Um, and written by Douglas Petrie. Fueled by Black Magic, Willow targets Andrew and Jonathan, leading to a battle between Buffy and Willow. Spike fights an unstoppable foe. Is it unstoppable? Is it? Is it an unstoppable foe? It's, it's I don't I don't think it's unstoppable foe. No. <laughs> so, I don't think so either. Because he kinda okay. So important guest stars are Danny Strong as Jonathan, Tom Lank as Andrew, Jeff Colber comes back as Rack, and surprise, spoiler alert, Anthony Stewart had returns as Rupert Giles. And he is not credited because they wanted it to be a surprise to the fans, which it sure was. Yes, it was beauteous. It was that was like a really great decision because with like had he been credited, you know, we'd just be spending the whole thing, a whole episode. Where's where's Giles? Where's Giles? Where's Giles? Where's and Giles? it would it would have an impact, but not as much of an impact as it did upon that first viewing. Yeah. So it's just like, yes. So we pick up with our gang right where we left off in the last episode in the woods, right after Willow flays Warren. So, uh, you know, Andrew and Willow, or no, Xander, Anya, and Buffy are frazzled. <laughs> and, Real frazzled. And ex- Xander can't stop vomiting. <laughs> and the girls have no sympathy whatsoever. No, he just keeps talking about the sound, the smell. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, I need to stop. And Anya's like, again? <laughs> Which is one of my burns for this week. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's like, I need to puke. And she's like, again. <laughs> <laughs> and even Buffy's just like, oh, we like, don't have time for this. Like, you bitches are slowing me down. <laughs> so um, Anya gets the bright idea to go ahead and find Willow. It'll be much quicker if she teleports to wherever Willow is. So she or, or to go to Jonathan or wherever they think Willow is going to be. She teleports. Xander's spooked, whatever. (laughs) And they get to Xander's car and it's trashed. And so Buffy's like, I don't have time for this and takes off with her superhero running and leaves Xander. (laughs) She runs like a crazy person. She runs like Phoebe on Friends. Yes, that episode (laughs) where Rachel didn't want to run with her. (laughs) She, She runs so poorly. It's and I think that was actually Sarah Michelle running because you can always tell when the stunt double is on the scene and when it's Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I think that might have been Sarah in that one because it was so weird little. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah. <clears throat> so because, you know, she's a superhero, she's a slayer. And now is an appropriate time to kick in those super jogging skills. She goes off and Xander is like all by himself feeling super butthurt sad or something it brings up his feelings from zeppo again he's always fray adjacent right you know yeah he just wants to help it's like she's only my best friend (laughs) let me help but she's your best friend when it's convenient to you right but i mean like what was buffy gonna do put you on her back like dude right (laughs) but i do think it would have been a really funny b storyline if we had just consistently seen him running from the forest back to the city throughout the whole episode because he shows up in a couple scenes with a cop car i don't even know how he got there right but if we just still kept seeing him running right. like along like kind of like um hawkeye in age of ultron 
mm. when he has to run. Yes. Because <laughs> Quicksilver picks up Wanda and takes off. Right. And he's just like, <sighs> like jogging so slow. That would have been hilarious. It would have been. But it was also funny to me. Like you mentioned that he shows up. He shows up like maybe a couple minutes after Buffy. Right. Like so. so was he just running behind her the whole time? Like, seriously, we could just like run side by side. You're not You're okay. not that much faster than me. Right. <laughs> it's a weird thing, but you know, I think Willow just really, really hated that purple Taurus, because I know I did. <laughs> and I'm okay that she trashed it. All right. So one of the things as when they before they uh, Buffy takes off, they're talking about in the woods, and I appreciate, you know, just like these little bits of information of like you know uh buffy talks about how will has got an addictive personality and you know this is only going to get worse before it gets better and um then buffy says something like you know the whole goal is obviously to try to get to stop willow before she can kill anybody else because according to buffy killing people changes you i know huh okay so buffy you watched faith kill right deputy the deputy mayor you did not kill him right that's the you only one I could pull up. You killed Ted. Turns out Ted was a robot. Right. So didn't kill a human. <laughs> so so who have you killed? So let's, let's stop pretending you know everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just You're emotion adjacent. Right. Exactly. You... People you know have killed people. Right. Not you. Exactly. Now, now Willow has more in common with Angel than you do. Yes. Oh, does that hurt? So. <laughs> so Willow indeed has become our big bad for this season. And this little man is what a villain, <laughs> is what a true villain looks like. She's the best. Allison just, you know, I can't applaud her enough for this the ability of take of doing this role so much justice. So good. Like so so good. So many people could have just like to and to go from Willow Rosenberg to the, like it's just like, it was polar opposites and it's just it's beautiful like it's such yeah. subtleties and she's not like an over the top villain she's and she's oh. you know she's focused she's got you know it's this is this is amazing amazing work on it because I mean part. she could have she could have just very easily have taken the vamp Willow route and been campy and over right. the top and evil right you know because that is what's in her right you know, air quotes in her right but instead this is a totally different type of evil yeah that was in her sure she said bored now but it was even more malevolent mm-hmm. than even vamp willow could produce. exactly yes so our boys jonathan and andrew are still in the jail cell and they're still squabbling andrew seems to think that warren has some implants and he's like trying to communicate with them with by secret and blah 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 and jonathan's like this oh my god is gold i know john's like i'm so sick of you <laughs> <laughs> and, he call, and andrew calls him jerkathan which, which i love <laughs> i love it so much and when he gets so upset that jonathan is so dismissive of warren he, and he's like, I don't care if I have to check every hole in my body and yours. <laughs> so adorable. I know. Because he is just, he's so sure that Warren is going to come get them. He is like. Or at least him. Yeah. And he, he does admit to John. He's like, yeah, we were going to get rid of you. The jet, it was no jetpack for you. <laughs> because you couldn't follow the chain of command. Right. Which, all right. 
Okay. So, you know, we're 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 seeing now that these two boys are clearly on different sides of right and wrong and what's going like Jonathan is starting to understand. He's starting to get it. You know, we fucked up. This was wrong. I shouldn't have gone about it. And Andrew is still playing in his fantasy land of, you know, I'm going to be a super villain and, you know, I'm going to mwahaha my way out of this. And then Anya shows up and they're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and she's so calm and just matter of fact and direct is like, hey, uh, so Will's gonna come kill you, but I need to get you out of here. And they're like, huh? <laughs> what? Why? And she just lays out everything that's happened in the past 24 hours. Right. And I love the two reactions. Andrew's like, oh my God, Warren. And Jonathan's like, oh my God, me. <laughs> Right. Yes. Like what? that is the reaction you have. Exactly. Forget Warren at this. Like it's done. It's a wrap for him. Like right or, or an unwrap. Hell. And Ooh. so. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So as she's doing this, you know, telling them what's going on, she's like trying to call for a guard to to listen to her what's happening, and you know, he's like, okay, I don't know what's going on, and she pops out of the jail cell. Because <laughs> I guess just revealing magic is fine, right? In a crisis, exactly. And and he's and the cop is all ah, I don't. What's happening? And she's like, look, I just need you to focus, focus your brain around this right now. Like there are things in this world that exist that you're not really ready to, but you need to be ready and you need to understand what's going on. In the meantime, and we'll, instead, he's like, doo, 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 I don't, right. I'm gonna go see what's going on. I don't understand what you were saying. In the meantime, Willow shows up. And I do give her credit for not killing all of the police. She just kind of puts them to sleep or moves them in the way. So she's not, she's, she's still very focused on what her intentions are. She's not just going she on is. a killing spree. Except it's another sign of white privilege in this country. Imagine <laughs> if she were a black witch doing everything that she did. And all of these cops are just like, no, stop. Don't yeah, she get down. She would have been shot up. on sight. On sight. Like the guy, the cop in the car that she puts to sleep. Yeah, yeah he would have shot her immediately. And that, speaking of the cop in that car, why is there open coffee on the dash? Does your car not have cup holders? You know. Was it put there just so we could see it clicking? Yes, because I, I, there's a lot of poor choices I see in television and movies where coffee in car, hot coffee in cars are concerned. Bad idea. <laughs> the Willow starts ripping the bricks out of the wall for the, from the jail cell and for whatever reason the cop that's inside with them is like he sees this happening and he tells the boys stay here you'll be safe here she's literally ripping the walls apart right here right, <laughs> right here on this side of here <laughs> and Anya's like seriously this is the last place they are safe and they're just like Anya please teleport us out of here take us with you and for whatever reason, it doesn't work like that. Right. And that's what she tells them. It doesn't work like that. Which I think is bullshit. I think she just didn't want to do it. I just think she didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's and not, then Willow she wasn't that invested in their herself. safety. <laughs> <laughs> the look on those cops' faces, they're just like, she flew. <laughs> that would be my, we don't make enough. my resignation right then and there. Like I'm, uh-huh. a, I'm gonna turn in my gun and my badge here, and y'all can right down on the pavement, right then and there. Here's my badge, here's my gun. <laughs> nope. If anybody needs to contact me about it, you know where to find. I'm, I'm out. This is, I'm done. It's <laughs> not for me. Not for me. And in the meantime, Buffy is snuck in the back door, and she rips the bars apart as Willow finds out when she finally gets up there. I feel like it took her way too long to rip brick by brick. 
Yeah. You couldn't just move the whole wall? Look, the way I'm going to go about this is, like, there are still levels to her magic. So maybe that, like, there's, like, this whole strength thing. Because, you know, when she gets on that rig, you know, the more magic she uses and she's she ends up losing it. She ends up getting drained. So yeah. that's how I'm going to look at it. Like, it would have taken so much of her magic powers to remove all, the whole wall at once as opposed to brick by brick. But, okay. Yeah, sure. So we anyway. Yeah. So she's pissed because the boys are gone. <laughs> and, and she screams loudly. Like, And again, they just kind of leave Anya behind. Like, why did Anya even stay there? I don't know. She should, and she Anya for a hot second tries to talk to Willow. And no, then, no, stop. Don't. Willow zaps her. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't got time for you. <laughs> so while Buffy's got the boys downstairs and they're talking about, you know, what's going to happen, Xander rolls up in a cop car, which... Sure. I, I mean, it just okay. does a bit. Yeah, okay. So, like, I mean, did he run there and just found the cop car unattended right on site, or did he find the cop car along the way and drove? Because it just doesn't make any sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it was just left unattended while they all were trying to tell Willow, no, stop, don't. Right. And the boys are arguing in the back, in the back of the squad car, and Xander threatens to pull over and just. Give them to her if they don't stop squabbling. <laughs> and they're arguing that they, they make a good point because they want to know why Willow's not right then and there. Right. Why she's not there. She's just, just pop into them and kill them. Right. And much like you said, she's she needed an alternate mode of transportation. So she stole a big rig <laughs> with the driver still in it. Like she's on the hood of the big rig controlling it. And this poor driver. He's very upset. <laughs> He just, just doesn't understand how mechanics work. He's like, well, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't even think he knows she's up there. He's just confused as to why his truck has come to life right. and is hitting a cop car. <laughs> but it's Jonathan that realizes that Willow is starting to drain and she eventually does collapse on top of the rig. Mm-hmm. Stop and the they rig. drive away very slowly. Right. Which um also in the car when, um, you know, Andrew or whoever asks why Willow just doesn't wave her hands and kill them. Buffy makes a good point of like, she doesn't want you dead. She wants to kill you. <laughs> and that's, and that's He's like, oh, yeah, she does. That's terrifying. <laughs> but then again, I can't, why? They didn't do anything. Sure, they were, you know, let's see where the magics take us, but. They had nothing to do with what happened to Tara. You know what? You're you're right. Like they did a bunch of fucked up stuff along the way, but everything she's mad about, <laughs> it's, it's not doesn't it's concern all, them. You got to, and this is what this is where her addictive personality comes in. Right, she can't stop. Right, and you know, and later on, I think Andrew points out, like, asks, like, okay, so when she's done with us, what if she turns on you guys? And Buffy is confident that she won't do that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. <laughs> in the meantime, we get, there are there are very cute little B storylines in this episode, mm-hmm. and one of them is Don and Clem. Clem's babysitting service. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says Clem's ba- you can make me that with the cricket yes. I want one that says Clem's babysitting service <laughs> I am here for it 
<laughs> so Clem is having a taste test of what looks like possibly Fritos versus Doritos. <laughs> he's very and into he it. Lo- he's very, he's very into it. <laughs> and I love his reasoning behind why the Doritos don't get a higher score because they're too gritty and they kind of hurt his tongue. <laughs> his delicate cat eating tongue. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, Don is an old connoisseur of taste tests, having yeah. done the little bits of cereal tests with Giles and the peanut butter banana quesadilla. So this should be like right up her alley. Like this is like, you know, yep. what she gets into. But she is distracted. Yes. She is really concerned about Willow. And like, is she even like, you know, double talks? She's asked Clem, like, do I look like weak and helpless to you? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, why am I stuck here? I should be helping. And he's like, mm your sister's a slayer she trusted me with you and i'm trying to stay on her good side i don't want to die right (laughs) and she's like well spike would do it he's like spike ain't here (laughs) (laughs) and that is not you go ahead and tell her that right (laughs) well spike would do it no that's not a good reason that is not a good reason but speaking of but she wears him down <clears throat> Mr. Spike is shirtless. He's all kinds of shirtless. And he's ready for his first trial with our mysterious demon in a cave in some yeah, unknown parts of Africa, I assume, because why it always has to be Africa. Um so he's on for his first trial. He has to fight flame fists. Yes. <laughs> WWE reject flame fists. <laughs> and who's also shirtless? He's also shirtless. And I just think this demon really likes to watch shirtless men fight. He's getting his yayas. Uh-huh. This really has nothing to do with anything. What I really like about this is when the guy shows up, but Spike is like, all right, then here we are now. Entertain us. And I'm like, that's cute. That's so cute. And I really can't blame him if he ever used that line on a fan because I, right? I would have fallen for it. I would have been. <laughs> And I, I don't know why I never put two and two together that it is uh, Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never put two and two together. I'm just like, say now, say say things, Spike. Say it again. <laughs> say more things. I don't care. Say more things. Right. <laughs> so. And he has this little look on his face too, and I'm like, oh, this has nothing to do with this episode, but it's so good. Right. <laughs> it's just perfection. So. Clem and Dawn are trying to find Rax because for some reason that's where she thought she might find Willow. It's not wrong. And they're just wandering around Sunnydale. So it's just okay for Clem to just be out with his big old puppy face. Yeah. Just like, wandering around Sunnydale at night. Because before he mentioned he, when he was suggesting, like, may we go to the movies? I'll go get my sunglasses and hat and big coat or whatever. Right. But he doesn't have any of that. He's just out. Wings are flapping. <laughs> And we find out from Clem that Rack likes little girls. And Dawn takes the wrong, she's offended the wrong way by this. (laughs) (laughs) She takes more offense to him calling her a little girl than (laughs) that Rack is a pedophile. (laughs) Great. (laughs) You're upset about the wrong thing. You're putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Like you're not. <laughs> Why is Buffy wearing a hat and mittens? 
nobody else seems to be concerned. Like Dawn, Dawn isn't Dawn like just out and about with just like a little light spring jacket? A little light spring jacket and a crop top, I think. Right. But, but Buffy has on like a knee length trench coat, hat and mittens. <laughs> okay. Okay, whatever. I do appreciate how how uncomfortable Clem is about finding Rack. It's like the reason why his place is cloaked because he's shady. He's a shady motherfucker. It's really funny how they called him shady. Right? Like, may as well have said, I would have loved it if you know you like FCC rules be damned. Like you just be like, because he's shady as fuck, Don. Like, uh-huh. I don't want to go there. <laughs> You're definitely going to get me killed by either Rack because he don't like the floppy kind. Right. He doesn't like me. I don't. Why do we have to go here? Oh, God. So we get back but to I, the. to the, at uh, the Yeah, at the magic box and with Andrew and Jonathan still complaining. Bitches. They're, they're doing a lot we of bitching. To save you. I know. But what's that? But still, like, you know. Andrew's the only one that's complaining, really. Jonathan is trying to be on the right side of things. Like, he's trying to be helpful. He is. Um, he's even trying to help. Right. And um, they just keep shutting him down. They're like, shut up. We don't want to hear it. But, like, in the meantime, Anya has says that she can no longer feel Willow. So she has no idea where she is because, like, whatever she, Willow's feeling is past vengeance now. And so it's not in Anya's wheelhouse. And, um, sure. you know, and she... <laughs> and you know and obviously you know willow drained all of the magic books and so they're trying to figure out some stuff i guess there's a a case underneath the register with some special magic books in sumerian that she did not get why was that not up at the top of the unlocked what made that special that she hid that under the Right. We, there's still no mention of why that was the special. Why was this, that's the special locked box under the cash register book? She didn't get this. But okay. So Jonathan's like, "Hey, is, let me see if it's America." And, and Buffy's like, "Bitch, bitch, bitch, shut up!" And then he's like, "But listen, like I know about the magics." Buffy's like, "Bitch, bitch, bitch, shut up!" And Jonathan's like, "Hey, <laughs> I know what she's going through right now. She might be bitch, 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 shut up." But I know what she's okay. I'm gonna sit down now. I'm trying to tell you guys some really serious shit here. <laughs> no, and he even he even tries thanking right Buffy for try, for saving, and she's like, "I'm not." doing this for you it's not about you (laughs) it's about willow we're trying to save her i don't care about you right it's like you're the line that she can't cross (laughs) and xander is still you know and so xander pulls buffy toward the side is like okay what if we get to willow and we're just like okay stop what are we supposed to do and buffy's like talk to her and xander's like okay And I'd like to slap a little bit of uh, Andrew's face for the witch bitch comment. Yeah, he's good. he's just like stays being disrespectful throughout this entire thing. The balls are dropping a little far there, Andrew. <laughs> Now's not the time. Now is not the time. Meanwhile, Willow find, gets up, goes on to rack because you know, if you recall, she was drained of magics, which I hate that they pluralize magic, and she yeah. she gets to rack, and he is set on. He does his whole usual creeptastic shtick of you know strawberries, little girl, grown up, blah blah blah. He's like all leering and creepy around her, and, and then, I would like to point out though. <laughs> 
if this were James saying these exact same words, this would be a completely different scene. <laughs> completely different. Look at you now. So grow it up. I guess. The, stalk, the way he stalks across the room towards her. Yeah. <clears throat> so full of dark juice. I'd feel totally different. Yes, he's like sniffing her hair and just like kind of drape, mm-hmm. trying to drape himself on her. But as it stands, I feel like I need an adult in a shower. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. Talk about vaccine. I definitely need a vaccine after mm-hmm. looking at Rack. And so, you know, Willow's just listening to all this bullshit. And then she turns the table and was like, I just need to take a tour, which is what he said to her originally mm-hmm. when they, upon their first meeting. And she uh, drains him. <laughs> yeah Which, and the, all this time i thought she actually killed him and i put him in the but it turns out there's a comic storyline where she just all she did was drain him she didn't oh, really? kill him she didn't kill him yeah oh no i don't know why she had to hang him upside down then well you know just for scott seems a bit rude i mean it's rack <laughs> and i wonder if he was able to replenish at all at any point like i hope like not a couple of years and he just went back to his normal weirdo ways and like when since she got all of his juice and stuff so he was no he lost the ability to cloak his place and this place just like what pops up in the middle of right a street and how many somewhere Sunnydale have accidentally walked into the side of this building right yeah because it's not like you have to be with a demon to walk into there it's just no that's how you just track cloaked. it yeah that's how you track it so <laughs> so you're just walking along just trying to go get Don't. some donuts and like what the f- how did I walk into a meth lab? Why am I? <laughs> Where am I? Why am I in this junkie den? How did I get here? I help. did not see this. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Ugh, but poor Dawn and Clem have arrived on the scene. And Clem, I love how Clem points out that it's dirty and how it's, it's dirty. <laughs> He's so unhappy. <laughs> he's so so unhappy but much like when willow brought dawn she's like well you just sit over there and just i'm gonna go figure out what's going on right just don't touch anything (laughs) what was she planning on doing dawn yeah if she had gone in there and rack wasn't hanging upside down looking on nasty and she hadn't found willow looking like something from beyond the dead (laughs) let's be honest willow has gone from big bad to the bad yeah she's got like dark veins on the side of her face her eyes are black her face is like super pale her lips are chapped (laughs) she she definitely needs some sort of moisturizer she has discovered the inner bitch yeah and she likes it and and i do i like it too i do too because Willow finally digs into Dawn a little bit. Some stuff that I was I've been wanting to say to Dawn for some quite some time now. And <laughs> Did you cry? Yeah, so Dawn Did tries to talk her way like again, like you try to talk her down. They try to reason with Willow. Guys, have we not noticed she's far beyond reasoning at this point? Mm-hmm. So uh she's like, I miss Tara too. And Willow's like, Oh, did you cry? And she's like, Of course you cried. That's what you do. <laughs> you cried when your mom died. You cried when Buffy died. Ooh, and you're whining. And I'm like, oh, get her, Willow. And then she mimics her, and it's perfect. <laughs> get her. Buffy, oh, Tara, <laughs> And the whole time, Dawn is just like, wow. <laughs> right. Like, you can see it in her face. Like, this is fucked up. 
the look on her face is like that's that's you cut deep that was too far willow too far you've crossed the line you could have just said fuck off go for the jugular just rude and then you know when willow points out she's like you know you cry because you're human but wait you always were not and Penon's like, stop it, I was. He's like, no. Stop. <laughs> Willow, stop. Where, Willow? You used to be just a ball of energy. How about we send you back? <laughs> and I think she full on was about to. Right? <laughs> if Buffy hadn't walked, she was like, you, I'm going to need you to back up right now. <laughs> I think she was about to kill Dawn, which. Hmm. Yeah, you know, whatever. Things happen. Things happen. And then Willow, you know, Buffy's like, back up. Willow's like, eh. Buzzkill, I wasn't gonna hurt her. And Don's like, she was gonna turn me back into it. And, <laughs> immediately. and speaking of crybabies, we go back to the magic box, and you may think I'm talking about Jonathan and Zan or Jonathan and Andrew as crybabies, but no, it's no. Xander. Our Who is up Anya's ass? Giant fuckboy. <gasps> Who, yeah, he's like all on her back like breathing down her neck while she's trying to decipher the stuff and he picks now to start mm-hmm. bitching about their failed relationship mm-hmm. <sighs> she even t- she's like you're too close yeah well, how am i supposed to read i don't care <laughs> you know what <laughs> and then he says he says something about um whether don't don't care whether i i live or die and she's like you know i care I just don't know which one I want. Yeah. Which, ooh. And uh, one of my other burns is that she goes on, they have this whole long discussion about everything that's happened. And she says to him, there's nothing in this world that would give me greater or more lasting satisfaction than to reap bloody vengeance upon you, Xander Harris. But I can't. Not officially, not magically. So smile. It's your lucky day. You got away with it. I can't hurt you. (laughs) And he has the gall, the gall to respond with, oh, right, because you varnishing the table with Spike. How could that possibly have hurt? Like, you know what? <laughs> and instead of returning his anger, she just simply says, that wasn't vengeance. It was solace. And, and that has to hurt a little more. Right. But then again, like, he still doesn't allow that to sink in. He's still just kind of like okay let's talk about me some more let's let's don't you want to come to my pity party no (laughs) i need you to fuck off xander yes that's what i need you're not needed here no go back to running in the desert until we need you he just does like an entire just he's just yeah he's just really picking the wrong moment to be so self-absorbed and just like you know again like it was you who did the leaving sir right so stop trying to make her feel sorry for you and stop trying to make her feel guilty about something because she didn't do anything and any other woman who was left at the altar wouldn't done you you got off easy quite frankly right (laughs) and she even makes a point of saying like oh if something bad happens what are you going to do propose (gasps) i love that (laughs) (laughs) if it were actually my burn of the week was actually uh willow's breed of dawn but (laughs) that was a close second (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when you're gonna do propose it's like oh. <laughs> you're right you're right <laughs> Anya I do feel bad for her 
I but do. she does look adorable in this episode. She does with her little perfect ponytail. Mm-hmm. And so, she she tells you know after all of it, she's like, I can't kill you, so I just have to settle for hating you. So go away because you don't get to play the martyr. Right. Which somebody needs to get him a the t shirt, a tattoo, a something that says you don't get to play the martyr. Stop it. Right. But then he goes on. He's like, it's my fault. I right. saw the gun. I didn't do it. It's not about you. Right. Because she said none of this would be happening if it weren't for you. And then that's when he goes in this whole thing. Oh, yeah, I saw the gun. I didn't do anything. You know, Xander's worthless, blah, blah, blah. Pity, pity, pity. And then she was like, <clears throat> I was talking about us, <laughs> not about this. As not a about your precious Buffy yet again. <laughs> right. One more time now. Oh. Ladies, what do we learn from this show as a whole? Do not fall for Xander Harris. (laughs) Fuck that dude. So back at Rex, which Buffy and is talking to Willow and, you know, and Willow or Buffy again, we're trying the whole let's talk to her. Let's reason. And uh, Buffy tells Dawn to get the fuck out. And Willow's like, nah. Nope. She stays here. And so then Willow starts to do like this self-evaluation. She starts it's fantastic. Yeah, she starts talking Except about what happened to the mittens and the hat and the coat. <sighs> like, I, and I, she tied her hair up. I think she. Yeah, I think she. Left like, did she those? come in the room and like, I'm gonna need you to get away from her? Let me take my hat off. Did she have and my mittens and my coat? Did she have and the hat and coat on when she got there? I don't know. I I know she took. I remember her taking the hat off at the magic box, but that's the last I think of it. But um. So, you know, Willow starts to talk about herself and how how old Willow sucked and how she loves new Willow and how or no, how old Willow was like the sad, mousy little thing. And, you know, obviously the Willow from seasons one through four is what she's referring to <clears throat> and how, you know, Willow's she was just junky. Right. Yeah. She like how she was so small and insignificant. And then, you know, the only time she felt alive was when she was with Tara and she felt seen and that she felt this happiness. And now that's been taken away from her. And now Will is a junkie and she's kind of happy with it. But <laughs> and the whole time, Buffy's just like, I know this hurts. Shut up. You don't know shit. You were never there for her. You right. hardly ever listen to her talk about anything. Right. Sure, when she was addicted to magic, you helped her by throwing all of her stuff away. Right. And you again, it was like the last minute. It was like it wasn't until Dawn actually got hurt that you started to see something that was happening. Yeah. And then we get what I think is one of the absolute coolest scenes I've ever seen filmed on this show. Yes. And after, so now Willow has read Dawn and she has read herself Let's talk about you, Buffy. Let's talk about you, <laughs> about how much you like this world with your insane asylums and you're, you know, being dead and how you were happier and how you're screwing a vampire and you were happier when feel. you were dead. Yeah, you were happier when you were dead. The only time you knew peace was under in the ground until Willow brought you back with magic. And as she's t- saying all this, like we slightly see the background spinning a little bit. It's very subtle. Like if you like because of the intensity of what she's saying and of what's going on between Willow and Buffy in this moment, you almost kind of don't see what's happening because you're very mm-hmm. focused on the two actresses and on what Willow is saying. 
And then, you know, we start to see, like, when you pay attention to it, and you, see, we, you see that we're coming from Rex, and then we slowly get into the magic box. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Buffy looks like she's going to puke. It's fly. <laughs> it's super fly. <laughs> Dawn collapses. Right. And, and Willow's like, yeah, you know, it's it's the trip can be rough if you're not me. <laughs> yeah, because she, unlike Anya, can teleport people with her. Which dope that was and she immediately attacks andrew and jonathan with this blast of magic yeah but my question is um what is clem just left at rex confused yes. <laughs> still sitting in the waiting room at rex for i don't know how long not touching anything just like being mm-hmm. really skeeved out and afraid <laughs> I would have loved if he had just pulled out like a napkin from his pocket and sat it on the couch and sat on top. He was sitting there reading like a 1975 people. Right. Like Farrah Fawcett on the cover or something. Yes. <laughs> we see that Anya, the reason that this, this blast of magic is not affecting Andrew and Jonathan is because at the proper moment, Anya has grabbed the secret Sumerian book, ran around the corner, and she's just repeating a spell over and over and over again. And it's blocking whatever Willow's trying to do. Yeah. And Andrew and Jonathan are like, <gasps> "I don't. <gasps> why aren't we dead? Right. They don't fully understand what's going on, I guess. <clears throat> so she keeps trying to blast them. It's not working. She's like, okay, that's cool. Just because I can't do a spell on you doesn't mean I can't do it on myself. And she boosts her super strength which is pretty great <laughs> she gets all super strong and whatnot and starts Except to- now we have to stop that cool scene <laughs> and get back to fire fist getting his ass kicked okay we get it spike won the first trial okay and then you know mysterioso is like all right you put you now time for the second one and spike's like wait what, huh more I don't and it just keeps cutting back and forth between these two scenes and it's it's annoying actually it is because we don't even think we get to his second trial Mm-mm. in this not episode. for a while I, I think it's not until the next episode where we come back to spike and there's a second the second trial so back at the magic box which is more important important things that are happening <laughs> and stupid Buffy is just like, come on, Willow, stop before somebody gets hurt. Mm. And she's like, how about I stop just after? <laughs> so dope. I love her so much. Right? The line, the <laughs> delivery of that line. So perfect. So perfect. So perfect. So Jonathan and Andrew have grabbed swords to try to protect themselves, but they're, you know, still a little poopy scared, which understandable. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Willow's just like, you know, okay, I'm real impressed with this spell. Which one of you boys did it? Doesn't really matter. I was just curious and neither one of them know what's going on, what's talk what she's talking about. So, um <clears throat> since Willow is super strong now, <laughs> she's she's like, you know, because she, now she's super strong enough so she can beat them to death. Dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Buffy finally is like, okay. Yeah, she's she like steps in front of them. And she's like, I don't want to hurt you. And Willow bitch slaps her mm-hmm. across the room. Or no, she uppercut, gives her an uppercut. Like she punches yeah. her and Buffy like goes crashing into some bookcases. And uh, Willow's like, that's not a problem. We can do this. And Buffy's like, I just said, I, I said I didn't want to hurt you. And they start to fight. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's a nice little callback 
to the season two fight between Spike and Drusilla, where Spike is like, I don't want to hurt you, pet. Right. Right. I said I didn't want to. Right. Not that I wouldn't. Exactly. And so while the ladies are fighting, um, Xander decides to take everyone to go run. He tries to take Anya. She's like, I can't if I I have to stay here and do the spell to keep blocking Willow's spells. So Xander, Don, and the boys run off. <clears throat> they leave. And actually, this is there's quite a few good burns in this one. This, oh, uh, yeah. The, the, this other one is when Willow stands up and is like, oh, Buffy, you need to have every square inch of your ass kicked. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. And I, I love just before that, she's like, you know, Buffy's like, come on, are we really going to do this? And Willow's just like, oh, come on. Six years is your side, man. Right. <laughs> Big deal for me. Right. It's like, come on, show me some love. Give me some respect. I've been waiting for this day. Let me let me live. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy's like, you have no idea what it means to be a slayer, but I'll show you. (laughs) Show me. Do it. Let's do this. Do it. (laughs) And the girls, the women's stunt doubles get a very great scene. (laughs) It is very obvious that it is two stunt doubles. Yeah. And Xander has taken everybody and they're just running down the middle of the street in Sunnydale because there's never any traffic, apparently. Nope. And they don't know where they're going. No, they don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. No (laughs) idea. And Andrew's like, we're going to go to Mexico. Me and Jonathan are going to run off and escape. And Jonathan's like, no, we we need. (laughs) We're not going to do that. And also like, and really complaining, like, you know, you don't have a plan for us. You know what? How about you come up with some stuff here? Like, right. Like, I need you to be a little more proactive yourself. Like I am doing the best that I can. (laughs) And in the meantime, Buffy and Willow are still fighting. And it looked for a second that Buffy, you know, she got Willow, but Willow's like, get off super bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And kicks her into a shelf. (laughs) That's so good. So much fun. And then the very next scene I love is they're, uh, the group is still running through the alley trying to get away. And Jonathan is plum tuckered. <laughs> He's like, I can't He's, run anymore. I can't run anymore. I don't want to run anymore. And we just keep bouncing back and forth between these two scenes. There's fighting. There's arguing. There's fighting. There's arguing. And Buffy finally, she kicks Willow across the, the store right at Anya's feet. Oh. And Willow's like, oh, hey. You're still here. This is mm-hmm. what's this is where this is coming from. Yeah. It's like looks, looks like, like I've been beating up the wrong gal, right? <laughs> and I also love like so, and I love that when Willow's she's like, you can't chant if you can't breathe or whatever if you're not awake, and she grabs her by her throat, and Adia's like, help me. And Buffy's like, <laughs> Buffy's like knocked, <laughs> Buffy's like knocked out on the floor, like maybe five feet away, and Adia's like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some and very true reaction. With the stupid boys in the alley and they're arguing about you know we need to turn our you know jonathan wants to turn himself in andrew wants to go he holds a knife to the sword to xander's throat jonathan grows some balls Mm -hmm. and holds his sword to andrew's throat he's like let him go we're gonna turn ourselves in when this is all over and do our time and they're back and forth no it's your move no it's your move and uh jonathan pokes the sword a little bit deeper into andrew and he's like okay (laughs) I was just playing. (laughs) 
And he puts his sword down. Yep. And poor Anya gets thrown into a stack of books. Could have been much, much worse. It could have been. Like, she could have, like, broken your neck, Anya. Like, all you got was, like, a little concussion while Buffy's napping. Man, Buffy, fuck you, man. (laughs) And she jumps up as soon as she knocks Anya down. She's like, whoop, I'm up. Yeah. She's like, no, it's fine. And Willow has come to the realization that everything is about power. Mm -hmm. It's all about power. And she blasts Buffy across the room and she says, there's no one in the world that has the power to stop me now. And then our big hero shows up. (laughs) She gets blasted across the magic box, slides across the floor. She turns around and sees... Giles. Full on Ripper. Yes. He's like, I'd like to test that theory. So good. One more time. I'd like to test that theory. (laughs) And I love that there's a little trivia line that says his reappearance was described in the script as pure Ripper. Yes. (laughs) That's dope. That's awesome. Love it so much. That's so beautiful. Then, yes, and it's, it's it, 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 to fucking black. Right. It's yeah. over. But it's also like it's important to mention his attire when he shows Ooh. up. Now it's not like you know he's doing like you know the Wesley Rogue Demon Hunter bit, but it's also not our friendly neighborhood fucking librarian either. Like he's there's no, there's he, no tweed suits. He doesn't. He ha- he's got his contacts in. He's not yep. wearing glasses, y'all. Nope. He's got his nice little um, t-shirt underneath what I'm only assuming is a nice cashmere sweater fitted well with a beautiful beautiful wool overcoat on top collar collar popped (laughs) collar pumped (laughs) this is the ripper we know and love he did not come to play with you bitches (laughs) now imagine gentle viewers if you will having to wait a week to find out what was going to happen <laughs> what's Giles going to do what's Willow going to do to Giles is Buffy going to wake up is Anya okay <clears throat> so good yes and this is and everything two to go oh such a wonderful wonderful ramp up to a, a great season finale like it's just mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's no song this week. It's just, there's just no song. Right. It's just score, which is cool. There were several burns throughout this episode. I think we mentioned them all as they were coming. Yep. And bodies dropped. The only one. I guess, I mean, technically you could say Willow made a few cops go to sleep. But no. Like she literally made their bodies drop, but just rack. But even he's not dead. Yeah, according to the comics, apparently. And, uh, yeah, it does pass the Bechtel test beautifully. Because, yeah. I mean, there's like, it's it's real, rich, important dialogue that happens between yep. our characters. And also, just like, yeah, Buffy, Buffy and Anya, Anya Willow, Willow and Buffy. And yeah, Willow and Don. Like, it just goes on and round and round. Random trivia for this episode. Anya refers to Andrew as what's-his-face, the it. other guy. Love it. This is a running joke that they make. It happens in a lot of different episodes, even over on the comics. No one ever remembers him. 
And that's just his luck, his fate in life. No one ever remembers the poor boy. Right. Which is, you know, maybe that also has a lot that, that's that that speaks to his his propensities to want to do evil. It's like, yeah, I need to somebody remember my name. He has middle child syndrome. It's Andrew. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But loves Warren. No, we don't. Nope, 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 nope. We really don't. We actually prefer you, you adorable little nugget. Right? <laughs> Which is why he makes it to Angel, I think. Yeah, even if it's only a couple episodes, but they're worth it. They're totally worth it. Yeah. Next week's episode is Grave. It is the season six finale. But our moral of the story, I know, our moral of the story is... Oh, there's so many in yeah. this one, actually. Put the blame where it really lies. Willow needs to stop blaming Andrew and Jonathan for something they didn't even do. Right. Don't lash out against your family. They're just there trying to help you. Mm-hmm. And nobody puts Giles in a corner. Nobody. Especially not all the way back in England. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where he flies middle. Well, I guess they put him in a middle seat. You don't put him in a corner, but you do put him in a middle seat. Clearly. So let us know what you think of two to go. Um, by sending us a recorded mp3 file less than two minutes to revisiting sunnydale at gmail.com we'll probably play it on the air or you can just talk to us on twitter or facebook and all those places and as marcella said next week is the season finale of grave how'd we finish season six already although it kind of fell into the hole of 2020 i guess right yeah like it took us a lot longer to finish this than it should have but (laughs) we did it we're almost there we did it (laughs) i am proud of us we which means like normal we will come up with our rankings for the season Mm -hmm. and all that fun happy stuff that you so listen always enjoy yeah and i know that we also generally um i think for we were like trying to do a movie with a buffy cast member in it uh like in between episodes or some or in between seasons or something like that. And I just forgot the other day, like I was rewatching 17 again and I forgot that Michelle Trackenberg was in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such, I love that movie. It's such a good movie. So I love um, it so much. If there is a movie that you want us to uh, talk about before we get into season seven, let us know. You know, all the same applies revisiting Sunnydale at gmail.com or on f- Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. However, you know how to get to us. Um, yeah. So, all right. I uh, hope you guys. I I also would like to know how y'all are listening and watching. Like, are a lot of you just people you've already seen the episode so many times you do you you already seen the show so many times you don't need to watch the episode with our podcast or are you new new timers you're li- watching and then listening or you know how's it going? Yeah. I'd be interested to know that as well. I know a couple people had to stop listening <laughs> until they finished the show because we uh, were spoiling some things. Hey, that's on y'all. Yeah. Like, I it, mean, the, the show is old. It's old and we it's going to be spoiled. So mm-hmm. either you don't care about it or you don't, it doesn't bother you. But if it does, you should probably watch and then listen. Watch <laughs> and then listen. Okay. Put it down and step back. <laughs> All right. Again, so thanks for listening. And um, you can uh, follow me, Camila, on Twitter at the underscore rugged angel. Follow me, Marcel, at msphere7338. All right. Stay happy. Stay safe.